welcome back. This is part two from episode 36. Make sure you are following the podcast or are subscribed and listen all the way to the end as this greatly helps our podcast ranking. So thanks again for all of your love and support and enjoy the show. No, I haven't. Mm. So it's a term used when dealing with narcissists on mm-hmm. how, to, how to effectively communicate, especially when you have to have them in your life, such as an ex-partner you share a child with or a parent, mm-hmm. relative and what have you. And essentially it's removing all emotion, sticking to the facts and not divulging too much information. So yes. you're giving them very little to no ammunition against you because yeah. anything you do or say with a narcissist can and will be used against you pretty much. That's right. That's so, exactly right. So mm-hmm. that's what grey rocking is in a nutshell. Is there anything else about um, that book? Um, so besides from limiting information, is there any sort of standout sort of feedback on that, on how to how to basically um, disarm them completely? Yeah, so I, I would say that the best advice other than limiting or eliminating, eliminating contact is simply protecting your energy. So if you know that you're going to see them just because you're in like a very kind mindset, that doesn't mean anything to that other person. So be being aware of where is the kindness and compassion for yourself? So how, what are you choosing? Are you choosing for yourself to have compassion or yourself to have their sort of wrath that they're going to unleash on whoever is too close to them at the moment. Mm-hmm. Okay. Interesting. Um, we could potentially link those books below. So I might get you to, um, no, actually we won't because we won't take it away from your book. So we'll, we'll link your book below, but okay. um, definitely rewind if you want to check those other books out. <laughs> um, um, so I was going to say that they're, uh, was another narcissist that I dealt with, uh, that I talk about in the book. Okay. And, yep. uh, that would be, um, the mother of my stepchildren. And, um, unfortunately we tried to, I tried to have coffee with her. I tried to talk to her, but you cannot, um, reason with a narcissist. And so it was mm. very counterproductive. It was a waste of my time because she, she went to the meeting to have coffee with me, basically already deciding that I'm not going to listen to anything this woman has to say to me. So it was like talking to a brick wall. Are you currently married yourself? Yes, I'm, I am married. Yeah. Mm. So I am married to the father of my two stepkids. Yeah. Okay. And then I have, and then I have a son from my previous marriage. Yeah. Beautiful. So this is the current mother-in-law uh the bio mom not mother-in-law the mother of my stepkids the mother of your stepkids sorry okay yeah yeah well I mean that's again that's also very common you know it's a it is actually yeah part of the reason why he's probably obviously left her or vice versa however who whoever left who um but I've heard it so many times with other mates um when they're dealing with the mother of their partner's kids it's, mm-hmm. you know, there's, there's either underlying mental health issues. Um, mm-hmm. They use the kids as a scapegoat yes. um, as ammunition against the parent. Um, yes. And then more often than not, the new partner cops it for no other reason other than they're just not a stable human being right. um, who is probably just incredibly jealous mm-hmm. that their supply yes. is now gone. 
Yes. And they, and they use parental alienation also. So they try to turn the other parents. Uh, they try to turn the kids against the other parent. Mm-hmm. So they try to make them choose one side over the other, which is really too bad because they shouldn't have to choose. That is both of them are the parents. So. Do your stepkids, do they identify the behavior of their mother? I think that now that they're older, they're starting to, they're um, 14 and 19 at the moment. Mm. Um, so they, I think it's pretty clear that they know, uh, but they don't, they try not to talk about it. I'm sure to be, mm. to be loyal. So for sure. Yeah, for sure. And you've got a good relationship with the kids. Yeah, really good. Um, definitely. When I met them, they were four and 10. And uh, yeah, I mentioned meeting them in, in my book um, because they're just, especially um, my stepdaughter, uh, I'll call her, her name in the book. I changed all the names, um, which is Ginger. And uh, she, <laughs> she, we were at the beach and a seagull stole her sandwich. So I saw her transform from this sweet girl <laughs> into like raging hellfire. <laughs> and I just thought this is like a perfect example of how she can be or how she might choose to present herself, the two different sides. We've um, all got those so, sides, so. Uh, no, for sure we do, yeah. but some are more dramatic than others. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Yeah. And um, so you've obviously had some abusive or toxic relationships in the past. Yeah. And then you've got you've now got your partner. Yeah. And what what did you do differently to I guess mm-hmm. attract? Because I'm assuming he's a good guy. Yeah. Um, he's a really us, good guy. Tell yeah. us um, how he's different to what you had mm-hmm. in the past. And did you did you manifest? him into your life? Was there an element of a manifestation? Yeah, I think I did manifest him into my life because, um, this was when I started to say no to things that I no longer wanted at the time I, I, um, had been in my first marriage Mm. and I was crying every day. So miserable and I couldn't handle it anymore. I just, one day I looked in the mirror and I was like, I, will not do this anymore. I'm going to take control of my life. So I started running, I started eating healthy. I started putting all of the positive habits into my life. And then, um, really I needed to like find the right type of people who would accept me no matter what. So I found that, um, at my workplace. And so those people, they didn't try to change me. They just, they thought I was, funny or fun, um, just as I was, they didn't Mm. try to force anything. Um, and so then I, I met my husband at work actually. And, um, I did leave my first husband for my current husband. So that was not an ideal situation the way that it played out, but he's, he's different because again, he accepts me for who I am. doesn't try to change who I am. And we were, we were friends for years first. So there wasn't any, uh, it was like, we knew each other very well and respected each other and trusted each other. All of those 
important sort of building blocks were in place before we said, hey, let's go on a date. So I think knowing, uh, first trusting yourself and then knowing who to trust and recognizing if there are red flags or not, um, and, and just trusting that and going with it, that will help you to attract the right partner. Had you worked with him for years or had you known him and yes. it just so happened to work with him? No, we, we worked together for years. How long were yeah. you working together for? Uh, we probably worked together for, I think it was three years mm. and like two and a half or three years. And then, um, he had separated from his previous wife and, and then I left my husband, my first husband to be sure. with him. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And, um, and how long have you been together for now? So this year in August, mm. it will be 10 years mm. and we, um, this may are celebrating seven years of marriage. Awesome. Congratulations. I love it when Thank I hear you. the guests that come on the show and how they, you know, turn their whole romantic life around, but you know, they've gone through a shitload of trauma and they've really, oh, had, yes. to, really had to self-discover and go through self-love, you know, reevaluate the meaning of self-love and, yeah. um, if anyone listening is really sitting in a relationship, they're so unsure about they're staying mm-hmm. there because of a low self-worth. I really hope that these stories inspire people to read books like yours and understand the meaning of self-love and that it is okay to walk away from something that you know deep down is not serving you. It's That's actually right. robbing you mm-hmm. from something potentially more beautiful. This is a short ad break. A uh, quick question. Do you run a small business that could potentially help empower women? then I'd love to hear from you. The Empowered Women's Podcast is now taking sponsorship applications. So see my email link in the show notes below, pitch us your business and we can set up a time to chat and I can run you through how it all works. Okay, back to the show. Um, all right. Well, I'm really excited because off air we said we're going to do some live tarot. Yeah, yeah. So I'm okay, excited great. and scared to see what you've got to say. <laughs> Yes. Okay. So just uh, for the audience, what are you going to do? You're going to pull some cards? Yeah. So I have in front of me a deck called Ethereal Visions. This is one of my favorite. I'll hold it up. I know that they can't see it, but you could see it. Mm. Um, it looks like it has mirrors on the front That's of gorgeous. it. Yeah. 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 It's shiny. Like the mirror part of it is shiny. The card. Yes. That's nice. mm. Do you so sell I'm- these? Uh, no, I wish I did. <laughs> um, no, I just, I go to my local uh, store that sells crystals and different, um, different supplies, spiritual Beautiful. supplies. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Uh, so what I'm going to do is I have the cards in front of me and I'm going to ask that we um, close our eyes. And if you want to, you can join me and and take a deep breath just to center and ground in the present moment. And again, breathing in through the nose and out through the mouth. And now with my hands on the cards, I'm going to call upon Amanda's spirit guides and angels. (laughs) 
they're already like, we're here <laughs> and, um, and asking for a message for the greatest good. Um, is there a question specifically that you had, or do, would you like a general reading? Um, I'm happy to go for a general reading. Yeah. Okay. All right. So a message for the greatest good for Amanda. Thank you. And so now I have to shuffle the cards. And I have very small hands, so it's difficult for me to shuffle. Oh, just going back to what we said earlier, so 220 pounds is 99 I was, yeah. kilos. Yeah, 99 yeah, kilos yeah. was actually not that bad at all. So, yeah, just wanted to throw that in. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm only, and then I don't know what it is. Um, what you would say in Australia, but I am five foot five inches. So I'm not very tall. Mm, okay. Um, yeah, that's okay. I'm, would, yeah. I'm only five foot seven. Well, I'm five foot seven. So I'm a little bit taller than you, but um, yeah. 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 Okay, cool. All right. I'm going to shuffle the cards one last time and then I'll spread them out in front of me. And if you were here, I would ask you to place your hand on the cards and uh, say your name, but that's okay. And I have uh, my eyes closed and drying the cards. You can't see any of the cards. And I drew four different cards. Mm -hmm. um, I always go with my intuition. Sometimes I draw three, sometimes I draw five. It really depends. Sometimes I may put the cards in a different structure, like in the shape of a cross or something else. But um, in this case, it's just four. Oh, <laughs> first card is, is uh, the devil. And uh, this card I'll show it to you. Every card is very reflective. Mm, um, so hard. this uh, can be the ending of something um, and the beginning of something new. Mm -hmm. And also it can be something that is holding you back. So it's, uh, it could be a perceived thing that is holding you back. It might not necessarily actually be uh, it sometimes can be referring to an illusion, um, mm. but I, I read the cards individually and then I read them all together. So let's move on to the next one. So the next one is five of pentacles. It looks like a mother with a child and I feel like it might have something to do with either mother energy or uh, something similar to that. I, I don't know if you can see that there, mm -hmm. but, um, but this is, uh, a nurturing card. It does feel a little bit sad and it feels like, uh, lacking something, needing, like needing nurturing, mm. uh, just being away from friends and family at the moment. It's been hard. Uh, yeah. Oh so, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's, yeah. that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Um, been really feeling it of like. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. That's okay. It is um, the next 
<clears throat> the next card, this one was reversed. So it, it is a reverse meaning. So this is justice. And this card, it looks kind of like, um, like a queen or something similar with an owl and a sword. And um, so justice reversed. So the feeling that something is not working out the way that you want it to work out. And I definitely feel then that is a frustration um, that you want something to be different. And the uh, next card is the eight of wands. I have such a blurry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. So okay. eight of wands. Um, and this one it was also reverse. But um, so when I look at the entire reading as a whole, I'm definitely like seeing the sadness, the frustration, the feeling blocked, but a lot of it is an illusion. It doesn't mean that your feelings about it aren't valid. Of course they're valid, yeah. but um, that it is um, that what you may feel like is holding you back. It's a, it's a temporary situation and uh, you can especially in this time of like feeling like you need that nurturing of like friends or family mm. that you can, um, you can do that for yourself. I know it's not the same thing, but you can take yourself out to dinner. You can buy yourself roses. You can give yourself the, uh, the bubble bath and do all the kind things for yourself. Mm. So, um, I see a lot of different emotions in these cards but, but in general, there is support though, like you are supported more than, you know, and you have so many people and, um, ancestors and, and, uh, the spiritual beings that you can't see that support and love you. And, um, so you will, you will get through this. Mm. Oh yeah. I'm on the, definitely on the easier end of it now. Um, but yeah, it, it's been, yeah, it's been hard for a few months, I guess. Definitely yeah. harder. Um, an eye opener to say the least with a few mm. things uh, and some people involved and mm, yeah. Interesting. Well, I'm glad that the reading made sense for you, that it resonated and I, I'd love to do reading for you again some other time. I do have one question. Yeah. I, I do have a one proper question. I'm interested to know who the next romantic person coming in, next romantic partner. Oh, potentially. so you have a love question. Okay. I do have a love question. Okay. So I have another deck that I would love to use for you for this one. Um, it's another, it's a Rebecca Campbell, the Starseed Oracle. Yep. That deck in particular, I don't know what it is about that one, but I always get the most accurate readings possible. So I want to use that one for you. That's good. Okay. All right. So again, calling on Amanda's spirit guides and angels and saying, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for the messages. 
And now asking a question for Amanda about a romantic partner coming up next for her. Please give her a message about that. All right, I'm shuffling the cards. Okay, whenever I use this deck, I, I don't know why. I just like feel the excitement of your spirit. <laughs> so, awesome. Yeah. Okay. Let's see what comes up. Okay, so just three this time. And we can pull another card if we need to, but um, mm, so the first one, it shows, it, it did show up reverse, but it shows a woman going in through the door and it says called soul gifts and training. It's time to step up. So this to me is really about trusting yourself. Like, you know how to do this, you know how to be sort of like your own superhero, um, but just a reminder uh, that you've got it and it's all going to work out. Um, just trust yourself. The next one is messenger, serious energy, bringing harmony and balance. Okay. So you are, you are going to attract the right person at a time when you feel like you are the most in balance and in harmony. And when you let go of the need to control bringing this person into you, which is always easier said than done for anybody, um, people always want to have that ideal person like to control the, them coming to them. So uh, letting go of that and just being very, um, feeling very balanced and in harmony for yourself. Okay. And then this is interesting. So you got a card that says lost land, soul memories and gifts. You've done this before. Mm. So this to me is saying like, um, you've gone through this, not just in this lifetime, but, um, in a previous lifetime and you, uh, you're going to have, um, you're going to get guidance, spiritual guidance, coming to you, maybe it could be in a sign, but however it shows up for you, however you ask for it. And, uh, it's going to show up to remind you that you are, uh, fully prepared for this relationship to come in at the right time. So you're mm -hmm. not like losing time. You're not running out of time. Um, it's going to happen at the just right time. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that all makes sense because now is definitely not the right time. Just in being in transition, right. I know that much. Yeah. Yeah. Um, with that said, too, I, I think the first time in a long time, I'm like, I'm really okay 
with not having anyone in my life. Okay. You know what I mean? Like really mm-hmm. okay with that. Um, I think in the last year has really, I mean, I think it's put a lot of any any leftover trauma really came to the surface last year in a big mm. way. And it was a massive clearing out, you know, and yeah, sort of in the last kind of, I'd say six months where I just haven't dated anyone, haven't really, yeah, I don't even think I've hooked up with anyone. I might have kissed someone here and there, but um, yeah. it's been a really good break of just nothing. And mm-hmm. it's allowed me to focus on other things as well, which is good. But um, yes, I feel like it's just really cleared out any little bit of bullshit it's gone now uh-huh yeah so I would say that I'm energetically very ready for the right person that comes in um but fuck it's taken a long time to get there like I'm going to be 37 <laughs> in July and I know that people meet their soulmates even later in life um yeah. and it'll happen when it happens like I'm I'm quite okay being single enjoy being single and um looking forward to going home and just yeah having a good laugh again yeah. In the Melbourne scene and, yeah, not a fan of the Gold Coast night scene. Oh, really? Like, oh. No, nah, not really. Not really. I need nah. to visit someday. I've never nah. been to Australia, sadly, but someday. Yeah, it's a pretty place. It's a really pretty place. Um, the nightlife here depends. I guess it just depends where you go and mm-hmm. who you're associated with um, will give you a different experience overall. There's very Like any place, there's beautiful parts. There's, um, you know, I guess the underworld side of every state that you're in. Oh, yeah. And, um, mm-hmm. and then, yeah, and then that's basically it. But, um, yeah, so I guess overall, yeah, it's a pretty pretty decent reading. So thank you so much for that, Rachel. You're welcome. Yeah. Um, so if people want to reach out with, to you, they want to buy your book, they want to do some um, healing. So you obviously offer healing sessions. Yes. Yeah. yeah that so you can, that um, yeah. So people can go to my website, rachelmerrill.me. So that's R A C H E L M E two R's I two L's dot M E. And then you can go to services and click book services. It will bring you right to my calendar. So you can, uh, book virtual, uh, either Reiki or, card reading. Uh, I can do the life coaching. There are a lot of things we can do virtually if you're mm. not anywhere near, uh, where I live. Sure. And can they buy the book on your website? Will they have to go to a separate website for that? Yeah, they can also buy the book on my website. So on the landing page, when you first get to rachelmerrill.me, mm. you can click on where to buy the book and it will bring you to Amazon. You don't have to get it there, but that's the main link that it will bring you to. And then you can read all of the five-star reviews and see what other people are saying about my book. Yeah. Amazing. Incredible. All right, Rachel, I wanted to um, give you a big virtual hug and thank you for coming on today. Thank um, you. Back thank at you for you. my reading and um, you take care and we'll talk to you soon. You too. Thank you so much. 